All right, everybody, get that bacon sizzling, get your cup of coffee, maybe, I don't know, take off your slippers, put on your slippers, you know, curl up with your dog on the couch. Tuck that dick back into your trousers. Okay, we can't use that. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> this is gross. Let's talk about something real quick here. Okay. Okay, so I want to talk about the Joker played by Jared Leto. Okay. Here's my thinking about it. Take away all of the fucking stupid-ass tattoos that he had. Okay. Um, take away all of the... Uh, take away all of the, the, the gigolo-type shit that he was wearing. Okay. I genuinely... I'm looking at a naked man. Looking at a naked man. Now, get, okay, take, take the, the Jared Leto stylistically that we got and put him in the traditional Joker attire, right? Okay. I don't think he did a bad job performance-wise. Oh, I, I didn't think he did a bad... I don't think he was bad performance-wise. There were certain things that I didn't like, like his whole laughing moniker I thought was dumb. The, just like the way he laughed? I mean, I didn't mind the way he laughed. It was just that whole... But once again, if you get rid of the tattoos, you probably get rid of the scene. This just is the one where he holds scene. his hand in front of his face while he's laughing? I just hate that so much. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one of the, the, the dumbest parts of the film. But, like, I gotta be honest, like, aside, that aside, like, seriously, like, yes, it wasn't the Joker that everyone traditionally thinks of, but, like... He was still felt Jokerish, you know. He felt like a version like, of the Joker. For me, uh, Ian McGregor's Black Mask in um, Birds of Prey felt like. Haven't seen it. Don't ruin that. Don't ruin it for me. You haven't seen it yet? No. You're gonna really like it. I've heard. I I loved it. I also love Ian McGregor as a bad guy. Yeah. No. For real. Like e Ewan McGregor is great. Wait. Like, I always knew he was a good actor, but this just made me love him even more. Wait, I just need to confirm. Did you say Ian McGregor? Ian, Ian McGregor? Okay, so Kenobi. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, is there somebody else I don't know about named Ian McGregor? No, sorry. Okay. I, I always try to say Ian McGregor, but it sometimes just comes out as Ian McGregor. Ew, and McGregor. It's just me being phonetically lazy that's fine I, I understand how that is but um yeah so i'm really excited to see the birds of prey i also i'm ashamed to say that i still haven't watched aquaman or wonder woman i watched aquaman um there were moments that i liked too many dumb guy machismo moments well obviously it's just dumb just yeah. really really dumb but I love Jason Momoa, and he was a lot of fun to watch. Oh, my God. I, I have not seen anything with Jason Momoa in it that I didn't like it. Right. Because and Jason then, Momoa. And then Wonder Woman, I absolutely loved. Still Except haven't seen for that. what they did to Ares. See, I didn't even know Ares was in that. Yeah. So, well, I also haven't on. seen Justice I mean, League. I mean, the movie takes place during, you know. World War One. Yeah. So, I guess that makes sense. I had a brain fart. I was like, wait, was it World War One or Two? <laughs> and then I was like, wait, there weren't Nazis. Yeah. They were pre-Nazis. They were like baby Nazis. 
or grandpa Nazis, I guess, because they were the older ones. Either way, I still haven't seen. I will, I haven't seen anything past Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad. Don't watch Justice League. I've been told. <laughs> don't. I've been Just told. Don't. You know what, though, I I do want to watch it with you. I want to find a way that we can both watch it because HBO Max is coming out with the Snyder Cut. I've heard. I've heard that there's like like everybody's been clamoring for the Snyder Cut. And you know what would be only fair for the Snyder Cut? What? Is if we got the extent like the full extended cut of what uh, Suicide Squad was supposed to be as well. With all I mean, the look, HBO Max has opened up this door now. And I I who knows what we're going to get. Yeah. HBO Max just announced they were real. They got all of the streaming rights to Doctor Who. Okay, that's that's cool for those people that like Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who. I know you do. That's why I'm 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 in this with you. I just me personally haven't seen Doctor Who since Peter Capaldi started. Well, you saw stuff before that. I mean, yeah, I like Dave, I, I I like David Tennant. I like Matt Smith. I liked uh, Eccleston. Fine enough. Jody Whittaker's wonderful. Is that like the new companion? Because the doctor can't be female. I swear to God, if you do this, stab me, stab me in the throat for that comment. <laughs> You're terrible. I know. I've heard. I've heard that she's been doing a great job. It's just I haven't seen any of it. So I, I well, legit kind of difficult to watch it if you don't like you. I mean, unless you have BBC America, you have to buy it. Yeah, I know it used to be on Netflix, but that's not anymore. Yeah, they took it off Netflix several years ago. Good Lord. Good Lord. And and here's why, because HBO Max ended up buying it. Well, isn't HBO HBO Max also releasing a DC comic book? I wouldn't be surprised at all. I don't know what it is. 99% sure that I've heard this sounds about right but i don't know what it is hold on i wouldn't be surprised if uh, 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 in all honesty i wouldn't be surprised if hbo max ended up absorbing the dc online yeah yeah they are they're making a comic book series what's it called hbo max Okay. I, I shit you not. It's called HBO. I'm sorry. It's called To the Max. Oh no! But it's HBO Max comic book. Okay. I can't make this shit up. It doesn't sound good. I mean, it doesn't look any worse than anything I've ever seen coming out of DC. Hold on, just a sec. But I mean, DC puts out a lot of good-looking stuff. DC puts out a lot of great stuff. No doubt. It's just to the max, man. Just holy shit. Oh my god. Is there any way that we could get to the max and extreme to just duke it out? I forgot about extreme. I never read extreme. I thought you did. No, I read a bunch of the other stuff, but never extreme. I I just want a book that says extreme to the max. What I would love to see is Marvel versus DC versus Image. I'm sorry, did you say DC or Deep Sea? DC. Okay. <laughs> my mic 
my speaker cut right when you said that or your mic cut and it sounded like you're saying I want to see Marvel versus Deep Sea. No, no, no. Marvel versus DC versus Image. Well, who from Image would you bring in? Just Spawn and Witchblade? Spawn, Witchblade, Gertrude, uh, fuck. How you could bring Gertrude? Bad Rock. Who's Bad Rock? The Thing, basically. Oh. Basically, <laughs> oh, Savage Dragon? Yeah, even, I don't know, because Savage Dragon is so risque. You Okay, they, look, there have been plenty of Marvel comics and DC comics that have shown peen on more than one occasion. No. That was one time with DC, and they even censored themselves afterwards. I know, like a bunch of bitches. That was a mistake, guys. We know we told you we were coming out with this adult label uh, for mature readers and that our artists and writers could do whatever they wanted, but somebody drew a penis. We know that we show blood and violence and people getting eviscerated on a regular basis in the teen-rated comics, but God forbid we show a penis. But no, like, like there, there are enough image characters that you could probably do about as good as we did with Marvel versus DC, you know? Sure. And, like, you could do matchups like they did in Marvel versus DC, because you've got plenty of image characters um, that would be great to include. Like, I could, like you've got, uh, oh, my God, what was his name? That really strong one from, or uh, that one that had his own, like, he just hit, like, issue 300 or something, Immortal or I- Invincible or something like that. Oh, gosh, that's right. You could throw Invincible in there, too. Yeah, you've so, like, already we've got, like, five solid characters we could include. And then would be cool is oh, instead of oh, oh, oh. speaking of image, did you see the old guard TV show that's coming out? Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't know what old guard is, so unfortunately, I don't won't be able to do that one. I mean, I'll probably watch okay. it just out of interest, but like, yeah, I read the first five issues of it, and I really liked it. So I'm excited to see what happens. Oh, it's that one. I remember these covers from when I worked at that comic book shop that I don't long I no longer work at. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Oh, that, okay. Now that that changes my story a little bit. Um, but yeah. So uh, so Brandon, I was I was uh, scrolling on uh, the internet the other day and found some found found some fun things. Right as I do. Um, fun fact: Did you know that Starry Night? was painted the same year that Nintendo was founded? Excuse me? I'm, my brain um, puttered out right there, trying to understand what you just said. Van Gogh's painting, Starry Night, was yes. painted in 1889. Okay. Sometime in June. Nintendo was founded September 23rd, 1889. Okay. Yeah, right? I wasn't... Uh, oh, cool. Like that, like, that explains why the NES looks so shitty when you play it, because it was invented in 1889. Oh, my dear lord. Yeah. No, um, but yeah, Nintendo originally was, like, playing cards and shit. Um, yes, I knew that. 
just to give our view or our listeners a little bit more of a time frame perspective, the Ottoman Empire existed at the same time Nintendo did. So also uh, true. Also true. But yeah, so so there's that uh, fun fact for ours. That's the fun fact of the day. Okay, so there was a news article or or something. I can't remember. If, no, I saw it on Tumblr. It was one of it was one of those blogs that people like they wake up in the middle of the night and type something half asleep and and like don't remember the next day. Meanwhile, um, they accidentally started an entire internet movement on their half-assed article. Exactly. So this person literally they just typed in "man who lost their arm by plunging it into lava" smugly refused to describe what lava feels like. Um, and then the next morning they responded their own thing. They said, I was running a fever the other day. I don't remember writing this at all. So that got me thinking, like, what the fuck would it feel like to stick your hand in lava? I don't know if you would feel anything because your nerve endings would immediately be burned off. I mean, I feel like if you were able to feel anything for a brief, brief moment of time before your arm was, was like just seared off, like, I feel like it would feel like sticking your hand in um, what's that shit called? That like it's like like flarp or something. Flarp. You know that that like goo that you you poke it while it's in the canister and it farts. All I can think about is gack. It's basically the same thing. Okay. Um, but like I feel like it would feel something like that. You know, just gelatinous and kind of mushy and and stringy. You know. That's not all. It's going to be mushy and stringy. Well, no, obviously your arms going to turn into fucking nothing. But I think it would be a really interesting thing to find to like for science purposes, of course. Just stick your arm into lava and I just try to think your body would hand be able to handle getting close. Well, you'd wear you'd wear like a heat suit on everything except for your arm, obviously. Sure. But once your arm gets close enough to the heat, you're immediately going to feel your skin boiling. No. Yes. No. Okay. So you wear a hot suit up until the point where you rip off the thing and then stick your arm in the hot in into the lava. You're immediately use going your to fucking imagination, Brandon. I- <laughs> use your fucking imagination here. Work with me, man. You're asking me what I think, and I've, I'm sorry. I just. It would feel like Jello. Has you have you ever seen uh, pork skins before, like crackling? I love pork cracklings. That's what your arms gonna look like before it goes in. Do you promise? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. So, so Mr. James, what are you feeling right now? Man, I can't feel much of anything, but I tell you what, my arm's smelling real good about now. I tell you what, it smelled delicious. Good lord! You know what? The Donner Party might have been onto some with this cannibalism. <laughs> oh my god! You're not wrong. <laughs> Realistic science aside, let's pretend that we are somehow vacuum sealing this arm off from the rest of the body, and you are able to just feel the lava when you stick your hand in it. How do you think it would feel? I don't... I, You know what? I imagine it probably would be like if you stuck your hand into hot, thick grease. Oh. Oh. Gross. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. 
So this was a that's question. If you could feel that's if you could feel it. Right. If you could feel anything. This was actually a question asked to me by a friend um, at work the other day. There, uh, and I'm 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 not at all ashamed of how quickly I I responded with my answer. But I want to hear what your answer would be. Okay. If you could commit any murder, or uh, I'm sorry, commit any crime. I think I just guided you in the right in the direction I was hoping you'd go. If you could commit any crime with no repercussions, what was the what would you do? No, like am I? If I'm allowed to murder anybody. You could no no I I, I shouldn't have said, I didn't mean to say murder. You can do any crime, any crime you want, and get away with it, no repercussions at all. What would you do? I'd probably speed. You okay? Um, but I'd have to have like a really cool car. Okay. I wouldn't want to do it in mine. Right. Well, yeah, obviously. Like, uh, you know what? Grand Theft Auto. That, Grand Theft Auto. Okay. There you go. All right, that's cool. I, 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 I was ashamed of how quickly I responded with murder. Um, and their response was something to the effect of like, "Oh, like you, you'd just kill somebody and." And just get away with it. And I say, like, oh no, I'd probably kill like fifteen to twenty people. <laughs> they're like, why? Why did you have that loaded and ready to go? And I was like, I don't know. Just, I mean, if I if I could get away with it, like if I could get away with it, why wouldn't I? I mean, I think that's the mindset that Ted Bundy had. Here's the thing, though: is you you know me better than probably anybody else in the world right now. Sure. Like, how likely do you think it is for me to actually try and kill somebody? I mean, to try? Yeah. Have you seen you? You're like the size of Lenny from Of Mice and Men. It hey, would not be hard. I didn't say, that's not what I'm getting at. Like, do you think, I'm, I'm such a passive person. Like, I would never actually try to hurt somebody. Always the passive ones. You push somebody far enough, they'll snap. Well, no shit. You push anybody far enough, they'll snap. I'm, I'm not. I have, I have found inner zen, and I don't think that I'm going to hurt anybody ever. I don't know. Clearly not. If we're able, if we're ever in a like a purge scenario, apparently you're going to kill fifteen people. It, it's different. It's completely different. You're, you see, what you're doing is you're taking what I said and twisting it into something dark and evil. <laughs> No, I think the difference is um, I think you would be methodical about who you killed. Right. I'm not just going to go wantonly to like a, like a, f a fucking Walmart and start shooting people. I'd right. go to a Walmart. Boy, find, this is a dangerous topic. I'd, f I'd go to a Walmart. I'd find that one fucking bitch Karen that is just being the worst person to all of the people working there. And I'd follow her back to her car. And then I'd follow her car to her apartment. And I'd walk out of that. Well, I'd wait till she till she falls asleep that night. I, you know, I'd take my little lock picking set, unlock her door from the outside, make my way inside. Oh, Lord, I'd hold a pillow over her face, one of those really nice pillows with like the the sequins that you can turn back and forth. You know, I don't know. You know the ones where like you 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 wipe one way. Oh, and it I know. Makes no, a picture look, of the other I'm way. not saying I don't know to a sequence pillow. I hold that over her I face. Do. I'd hold that over the face, over her face, with the sequence pointing straight out, so that it leaves like really nice, deep gashes in her face. And she's just wondering. She's like, "What's on the other side of the sequence?" Okay, I didn't say I'd be killing, you know, an Agatha. I said a Karen. Fuck. But, oh no. Uh, 
that was the voice that came to my head. But uh, yeah, so you know, I'd probably, I, I would know. In all seriousness, like I, I, I don't think I would ever actually kill somebody. But like, I <laughs> would hope not. It, I have a plan if I ever have to, though. You know, if it's like, hey, Mark. Oh my lord! You have to kill somebody today, and I'm like, okay, God, I didn't want to have to do this, but <laughs> you are the supreme ruler. And then you know, methodically break into Karen's house and. Hold a pillow over her face. All right. You're telling me you wouldn't do that to a Karen if she just pushed you too far? No, I wouldn't do it to a Karen. Who would you do it to? Well, because Karen's nobody. She's just blowing up at people around her because she's uncomfortable and she feels entitled because everything else in her life has gone horribly wrong. By killing her, you are doing her a favor. I say let her live. Let her be miserable until she one day just croaks and realizes she did nothing important with her life. God, you're what? sick. <laughs> I thought I was bad, but holy fuck, dude. It's just my mentality. Actually, you know what? No, I wouldn't. If I were to kill somebody, it wouldn't be with, with a pillow. I wouldn't hold a pillow over their face. Have you heard that thing about, like, if you drip water on somebody's forehead in, in a particular rhythm, like, oh that eventually God. their heartbeat would sync up to that? Are you talking about, like, the drip torture? Yeah, that one. Oh my lord! That's what I'd do. I'd drip torture them. So for for our, our listeners that don't know, uh, basically what it is is it was a method used to basically torture somebody and then they would die. Uh, what you would have a water drip on somebody's forehead um, at a particular interval to the point where it'd be going on so long that their heart would uh, start to beat in time with the water. And then after you know a certain number of days of that happening, you just turn off the water. And because there's no water droplet to keep in time with, their heart stops. Is that scientifically proven, though? Fuck if I... Dude, why do you think I would know that? I don't know. Dude, I don't torture people. That's fair. You know what? You're, you're not wrong about that. Um, I do know a lot of sick and twisted things. Like, I know that some, some types of bamboo grow at an incredible rate of up to 18 inches a day. And I know that there were certain torture, uh, tor torture methods using bamboo in China where they would plant a bamboo shoot underneath somebody, set them on top of oh, it, and let it grow through them. I did hear about that. That's wild. And, like, it doesn't sound like it would work at all, but, like, bamboo's fucking strong, dude. But, like, there's, a re there's like, genuinely a reason that bamboo has so many uses um, in, like, the Asian countries is because it's such a strong fucking type of plant. True. Like, one of my favorite things to watch is those guys that, like, on YouTube, those guys that'll, like, make a fucking hut out of mud and bamboo in, like, those, you know what I'm talking about, right? Those videos that, like, they dig up the ground and everything. Oh, yeah. They'll do, like, full-on videos where they're, like, I built a pool in the woods and... That shit's still, like, I love watching that. And, like, part of me is, like, I would love to do that. And the other part of me is, like, I want to just lay on the bed and watch this because I don't want to get up. I could, I would like to do this, but let's be honest. Brandon, at some point when we see each other again in person, let's do that together. Build a pool? Build an underground mud pool and just sit in it. Just stew. Why? Yeah, you're right. Let's just go to a fucking hot tub. Let's just sit in bed with each other and watch other people do it. Oh, you want to get back in bed with me? 
Oh, I'm blushing. You can't see it because the video's not on, but I'm blushing. <laughs> so I know that you've been wanting to talk about this one. Like you love, you love going to Disney parks. I love going to Disney parks. My I favorite love Disney World. So much. I love yeah. the Disney parks so much. I'm yeah. a total Disney geek. My favorite, one of my favorite rides there is Splash Mountain. And I know that you've been wanting to talk about what's been going on with Splash Mountain. So yes, just for those of us that aren't in the know, just give us a quick recap on what's going on. So it came out that Splash Mountain at all the Disney parks is going to be getting a complete revamp and overhaul. Um, they are getting rid of the sound of the songs of the South uh, theming and going with the princess and the frog. See, I didn't know that. Like, I knew I, for, it's very obvious why they're getting rid of the song of the South stuff. It's all very, very must, messed up stuff. But like, right? Which I found it was interesting that they came out and they said that they have been working on this for a year and a half, and that they are now just like, hey, this feels like the right time to announce it. Yeah, and you know, like it's it, it's it, it is a good thing that they're doing this, and I think it's. I don't want to say that Disney did anything wrong in announcing that now. Like, I think that... No, not at all. I think that they did a good um, thing in doing it. It just feels like... It feels like kind of like they, they did it because... Like, uh, there, there's no way for me to say this right. So, like, it feels like they're doing it because of everything that's going on, but also because right now is a really good time for them to... I mean, I benefit think... Benefit from announcing it? I think even if they came out and they were like, hey, guys, you know, in light of everything that's going on, we've decided that this is the best way to go. Even if that's what they did, I think that would be very positive and a right. very good thing. But this also shows, like, how much, like, this had already been kind of weighing on them. Like, mm, people have said things for the past couple years and they, you know, it's they're right. And Disney is always about change they are always about revamping keeping things fresh for every new generation of park goers that come to the parks they have their quintessential staples and in all honesty this is the first time at least in the american parks the european parks in the um japan and tokyo the hong kong and shanghai parks constantly tokyo did. not tokyo that's right that's what i was thinking tokyo they all parks that aren't in america constantly get revamped all of their big rides um here in the united states though we are far more nostalgic about certain things and so anytime changes do happen in the parks it's a big to do um, people freaked out every freak out every single time that any new element is introduced in the Pirates of the Caribbean, um, which all the changes that they've done with the ride, I personally think it makes it better. Yeah, like I remember everyone was up in a up in a tizzy whenever they released the uh, like when they updated it to have like Jack Sparrow appear from time to time, and I was like, who gives a fuck? Like it's a yeah, he's a that, like. Yeah, that people absolutely lost their minds when that happened. And I was like, dude, it looks 
like Jack Sparrow. Like it's supposed to like they're they're cross branding here, and also like when they got rid of when it uh back in the the day it was like there was those three pirates chasing around the uh the kitchen lady. Yeah, and then they changed it so that the ladies are changing chasing the pirates, and I'm like that, like given at the time like that that this is supposed to be set like that doesn't like that's not how it would have happened you know but like yeah in today's climate in today's world like you gotta you gotta you know be conscious well, of things so, and then speaking of the the other thing that they've done the most recent the biggest change that they've done to pirates of the caribbean was introducing red the um the woman who was originally being auctioned off yeah like she is now like an act legit pirate, and like she, it is no longer a sexist thing. Like it is a female, like empowered female. Like no, nah, I'm a pirate and I'm proud, kind of thing. Yeah, that's and like good on them for doing that. Like I love, fact- I love her; she's great. I love the dialogue that they gave her. But yeah, so Disney's moving forward, and that's what we're gonna see. I mean. The concept art for the ride look absolutely stunningly beautiful. I have only seen Princess and the Frog once, but I mean, now that it—that's just because I didn't have it. Now that I have Disney Plus, I—it's on my watch, on my to-do list to watch again. Right. But, I mean, that movie has become a cult classic already. Like, there are so many people who love that movie. I and, like that. Uh, it's, Especially it's, with it being Disney's first, like, black princess, like, yeah, make sure she's represented in the park. I mean, come on. Well, it's not even that she's, like, the first, like, like yes, like, the fact that she's their first black princess is phenomenal. But she's also the first princess that wasn't just, like, like, she wasn't looking for a love interest, you know? Right. Like, every other Disney princess I can think of has always had you know trying to find that love interest and trying to find that find her man but like except for merida the from uh brave i'll give you that one but because she's a pixar disney princess i always forget about her i still count her she's still right. a disney princess well she is yeah she is still considered one of the disney princesses in their like weird disney princess canon that they have um, leia wasn't looking for love leia love was okay leia was not a disney princess bud but she is now she is now but in 1977 when she for when that came out she wasn't well sure but she is now and, that's and she's not a on. disney print and she's not a princess anymore she's dead He's so yeah. co- you shut your mouth. He's well, no, she was she, after she. She wasn't a princess after the original trilogy. So who cares? We also call her Princess Leia. Actually, you know what? Technically, I guess she would still be a princess because she was still Leia Organa and all that shit. But, yeah. Um, either way, I and and another thing that I think was great that they did with the Princess and the Frog is it's the first princess movie that's set in a, in a somewhat contemporary setting. Yes, yeah, very. Other than the Princess Diaries. Fuck you and your Princess <laughs> Diaries. Although I did love that. Julie I, Andrews in it. How am I not supposed to love it? I love Julie Andrews. I, I do love Princess Diaries. It's pretty great it's a pretty great movie. Um but yeah, so yeah, no, yes. but I'm 
I, like as much as I love Splash Mountain, as much as that's one of my favorite rides of all time, it honestly needs to be revamped. Like this is something that should have happened years ago. Also, have you? All right, so you go to Disney World mostly, right? I've been to both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you've been to both, but you go um, to Disney World more times than Disneyland, right? I've only been to Disney World twice, dude. Oh, okay. How many I've times have you been to Disneyland? Um, like 10. Really? I mean, I haven't, been to, I haven't been to Disneyland since I was like 16, and I haven't been to Disney World since uh, like 2016. Or 2015. Okay. So, like, there's well, been a lot of changes that I don't know about. Well, Disneyland's Splash Mountain is in a lot of need of help. It It is not nearly as good as the Disney World version. Really? Yeah. It's rough. I mean, the, it like is... Falling apart, or, like... I, I mean, it's Disney. So, I mean, it's not going to fall apart. But just the overall quality of the ride is not there. Like, yeah, it's it's a rougher ride system. Um, I mean, it bangs you around quite a bit, especially when you're taking those sharp turns and stuff, right? The, the country and stuff. Um, but yeah, that they've been wanting to revamp the Disneyland park. Uh, the Disneyland Splash Mountain for a while because guests have been complaining about it. Oh, I got um, bruises on my rum. The Disney World where the Splash Mountain at Disney World is perfect. Right. As far as a ride system goes. Right. Well, um, um, I mean, it is one of those things that uh, I sure would love to ride it one more time with the um, Briar, Ra- Briar Rabbit, you know, story. Um, just for uh, old time's sake, but I very, very much am looking forward to uh, the new change. Right, and I definitely, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree that it's it's time for it's time to get rid of that not even subtle racism from that uh, that show movie. Yeah, well, I mean, the the one thing I will say is, I mean, they had renamed some of the characters in the ride. To get rid of the, um, like, the antebellum name structures that they had. Yeah. A lot, some of the characters. Um, so the ride itself, I mean, that Disneyland presented isn't innately, ra- isn't necessarily racist in nature, but what it does is it does acknowledge Disney's most racist movie. Yeah, exactly. It's not even one of those movies where people have looked back on it and they're like, "Mm, this movie's kind of racist. The movie was called Racist back when it came out. Yeah. So, I mean, this isn't anything new. Disney has worked so hard to bury this movie. Like, I mean, like, they've been trying to get rid of the memory of this movie for so long. Well, it's one of the ones that's never been taken back out of the vault. No, and they never will. And, like, that's the thing is, like, that kids that ride that ride don't understand, like, what it's from, even. 
I didn't, I, my parents were the ones who told me, they're like, well, it's based around this movie. And I'm like, oh, well, we should watch it. And they're like, mm, no, no. And I was like, but why? Not knowing. And they're like, it's very controversial. And yeah. not, it. and of course, now, and I, I have only seen the movie once in my life. And same, I, I think. Could not get, I, oh, it was a painful watch. It I was think not, I've seen it once when I was like, seven or eight and didn't understand and then again i was an early adult and i was just like oh okay that makes a lot more sense then there's there's a um there's a video rental service in austin that's like an old school uh, structured like a blockbuster right and uh they have they had a a copy a bootleg copy of it on cassette and uh i rented it and you got a huge chubber seeing it i mean i was i was excited because it was my first time ever like finding it and like oh my gosh i can watch this it is the the movie itself they had a label on the box at the store like look this movie is like they gave their whole account they're like we sat down as a team we all watched it and here's our take like understand that this is racist this is out like this is not okay kind of thing but i mean i was like well i've been wanting to see this i would at least like to understand fully um, you know, with my own eyes, kind of like, what's wrong with this movie? And even hearing people tell me about why it's wrong, like, and stuff, does not do it justice. How racist and just, like, it's straight up revisionist history. Right. Um, yeah, and it is, yeah, it's it is racist. It is. But, well, one of the stories in it is literally called the, is about the Tar Baby. Oh gosh, yes, I know. And here the thing is, my in my opinion, in my perspective of why I'm I am. This is one of those times that I know there's a lot of like Disney purists who go to the parks that don't who like as minimal change as possible. I'm one of those people. I usually am one of those people that prefer as little changes to the original ride as possible, the better. Right. Because I like the history of it. Um, I don't mind updates. I love keeping things fresh and adding to that layer is totally fine. This is one of those times that I'm like, no, this ride has needed to change for a long time. Because in my mind, and I associate it this way, if it weren't for Splash Mountain, I would not know about Song of the South. Right. And I would not have gone to look for it. So, by removing that, you are making, like, this is Disney's final, like, we are trying to make up for our, uh, like, our original, like, mistakes. Yeah. Well, what's really messed up is up until, like, I think it was, like, the early 90s, they actually had the characters from Song of the South in the parks. Like, there were pictures... 
They have. They still have them, like in like costumes and shit. Um, Briar Fox, Briar Bear, and Briar Rabbit. Holy shit! I didn't realize that. I've never actually seen them in the parks, but I knew. I knew that there are photos for their million, uh, their year of a million wishes. Oh, okay. Um, along with uh, the original characters from, they had Prince John and Robin Hood and Friar Tuck and the, um, Sheriff of Nottingham. That were also they essentially brought back all the original characters that were mostly prominent in the seventies and the eighties and brought them back into the park. Um, See, those ones make uh, sense though. Briar Rabbit and Briar Fox and Briar Bear—they were strictly used for parades, right? Um, but they have had a long history in the park. Well, fuck! I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, cause like, for a while. like I said, I've never actually seen that trio in the park, but there are pictures of my older siblings, like in, in as like six, seven year olds at the parks before I was born. With oh yeah, I absolutely, them. I absolutely have seen them in the park multiple times. Oh shit, dude! I was, I even had a, I, I mean, look, my problem with the like, I love the story of. Briar Rabbit, I just do. I like I like that story mostly because of the ride of Splash Mountain. Right. So I mean, I even had a little Briar Rabbit stuffed animal. But I mean, once again, like eat the, you can't. If this is a prime example of the dangers of chair, even when you cherry pick the quote unquote good parts of your movie that you want to be able to use still, mm-hmm. or any work. There are still dangers there, and I think that this is a, a good... Not, I'm not going to say a prime example, but it is a very good example of, hey, there's a reason why y'all decided to bury this, and you just couldn't commit to it. Yeah, that's absolutely 100% correct. And so, um, I'm super excited because this is going to bring Princess and the Frog into a much... A, bigger forefront more kids are going to go see this movie because of it so i'm totally i'm totally cool i'm i'm excited it's going to be a beautiful looking ride oh absolutely i'm really excited for that too um all right guys well i guess we got started with the spooky stuff a little early what with all the murder and lava melting your hand off but uh thanks for listening i have i'm pretty sure i'm still mark after that yeah i mean your hand is extra crispy. Uh, it smells like bacon. Yeah. I can hear it sizzle from over here. Mwah, delicious. Uh, I love it when you suck on my fingers like that, buddy. And I, as always, have been Brandon. Thank you guys for listening to Sunrise with the Sleepy Boys. We'll see you guys real soon. <laughs>